war is inevitable. Wait, your boyfriend's only seven years old? You've made the right choice. Oh, well, we got his dad joke in. Time for Martin Um, Six kids with four different dads, and I forget which two are adopted. I'm a wizard! All we do is fight and die and fight and die over and over. Split push! Victory is out! Howdy, Wait. folks. Wait. Beagle forgot you how guys, to clap. No, you guys lagged, so I just kind of, like, stopped, and my clap just was, like, nothing. Uh, <laughs> her hands just barely didn't meet. And, like, and like, oh, I, like, went, I don't like... Know. I don't know what to like, do. Wait, like, like, I know how to clap. I even slapped my hands, like, wait, wait, mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm. Did you did that lag, or did you not say it? She's lying. She just missed. <laughs> no, I didn't so, miss. Anyway, <laughs> hey, you can hear who's with me today already. I got Beagle Girl here. What's up? <laughs> Dirt Nap Dan. Hey, what's happening, everybody? The quiet guy over there in the corner. What's up, everyone? No Yuki tonight, unfortunately. Uh, you work know, and school call us. You know um, who Guy kind of reminds me of? Who's Sometimes. some guy? Guy kind of reminds me of Tom Strider Cruise. from Lord of the Rings when he's like oh. in the corner, just kind of just over there, like smoking his pipe, just chilling, and everyone's like <laughs> kind of there, keeping an eye on things. He's real quiet. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about him. And then all of a sudden, you get him into the battleground, and he's a badass motherfucker. That's Guy. And then after the battle, he won't talk about it. Yep. That's right. He's just like, <laughs> all right, cool. Alright, well happened. hey, you guys are deterring from my fabulous intro here, because there is still one more person that I get to introduce tonight. And that I wanted is... it to be extra special. Oh wow, she's still interesting. But <laughs> extra, hey, extra that's special. because it is extra special here from Exilium Gaming. It's Camberlin. Hey there. Howdy howdy. How you doing? I'm good. Could you could you tell what god that hey there was from? I did. Oh, <laughs> It's it's from yeah. Discordia's voice pack. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Yeah. I think sassy. she would really enjoy it. Bologna also Discordia says hey there though in her one voice pack. But I knew who you were talking about. We'll have cause... to Dad, we'll have to <laughs> talk about that. Oh what? My skin choice. Yeah, yeah, for Discordia. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll save that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, okay. Interesting. Uh, but before we uh dive into things here today, Cameron, why don't you just you know, take a few minutes here and uh you know, inform the podcast uh, folks out there what's what's going on with who you are, what your deal with Smite is, why you have a cat, and yeah, so forth. All right, cool. This is the part that I get to spend like two hours on, right? Yep. Hell yeah. Sure. Yep. Okay. Oh, yours. Good deal. Live that makes our so job. Really I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I am Camerlin. I am the founder of Exilium Gaming, as was said before. Um, let's see. By day, I'm a realtor. Uh, I'm also a mom of six which a lot of people find shocking. And I get the what six, like a lot, um, four biological, yeah. two, two adopted. I, don't know I which is which three anymore. And I'm just like, yeah, six. Don't My know eyes which got is real big right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I tell people all the time that I've got, um, six kids with four different dads and I forget which two are adopted. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just don't explain and it just really throws them off. So anyway, um, so lots of busy, busy, busy life. Uh, Exilium Gaming. I've been a gamer since I was probably about 18. 
Um, and I fell in love with gaming because I had kids at a really young age. And so as my kids were little and I was home a lot, I found that I could game and still be social and still be home with my babies because, you know, I wasn't going mm -hmm. anywhere. So that's kind of how I got into gaming. Um, 35 now, so I've been doing it quite a while. Um, I've always been a builder of sorts. So like no matter which game I'm in, I always find it much more fun to have a good community of people to play it with. Because for me, I'm not a solo game type of person. If I'm in a game, it's going to be socially with other people. Um, so when I started Smite, I very quickly learned that I needed people to play it with. Right. I started Smite because my boyfriend, uh, we had only been together a short time, but he was playing Smite and I had never played a MOBA. So I decided I would give it a go and very quickly learned, like I said, I wanted people to play with. So I did a post on Reddit asking if anybody would be willing to kind of play with someone that was really bad at the game and mm -hmm. explain it to me and things like that. And a few people responded. And from there, we started, like, I guess, collecting people. Um, and that has turned into the almost 800 members we have now in Exilium. So we have grown at a really rapid rate. Um, we are a gaming org. We do play multiple games, but our biggest focus is on Smite. Um, we focus a lot on competitive, but we also love our casual players. So we try to find things to, f to give both sides. Uh, we want to help our competitive players push however far they want to get. And we want to help our casual players fulfill the goal of just having fun and playing with quality people. So anyone's welcome to join Exilium. Um, as long as you're not a douchebag. That's pretty much our only requirement. Damn it, is, cut off again. You, you gotta be yeah. nice. So, don't, yeah. don't, like don't be a douche. Yeah. Don't be a douche. Not, um, not that you would hard. Think that, you would think that that's <laughs> yeah, not, not hard, that hard, but I feel like for some people, it's it's hard. It is. Just for some people, it's just in their nature. You know? Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, bless their hearts, you know? It is what it is for them, but, you know, you come across them where, you know, you don't do anything... To, to, to spite them but yet they still feel the need to uh to, to be that way like, oh, okay that that's up to you buddy dad yeah. just because he's not here doesn't mean you can talk about him like that jeez <laughs> <laughs> does he go back and listen uh, to the episode he's not on uh, <laughs> i don't know beagle i don't know <laughs> you'll you'll know soon right yeah we'll, we'll find out <laughs> Nobody tell you him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody up. tell him, and we'll see you're, if he listens. You're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. That's yep. But uh, yeah. yeah. So you were saying earlier that uh, you guys are running some tournaments too, right? We are. Um, we do quarterly tournaments, and tomorrow, which by the time this podcast release, this will probably be done and over with. But um, tomorrow, yeah, so Saturday. Tell, tell us all about what happened, not what's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we had a great turn tournament. We have 22 teams signed up with, we probably would have had 30, but we, we cut off our tournament signups at a certain time. And there's always four or five teams that message saying, Hey, I missed the cutoff. Can we still be added? And unfortunately we can't add people at that point because we have to create the bracket and do the soft seating and all of that. But we're super stoked for this one. We have uh, Deathwalker, Wolfie, Alpha Jackal, and JMac coming in to help us with the streaming part of that. They're going to commentate, cast, you know, let us interview them, things like that. So the support that we're starting to get from the community is just amazing. 
Um, we did a fundraiser stream this past week on Mad Accountant's Twitch, which if you're Mad Accountant is our official streamer of Exilium and he's he's amazing. So if you're not following him, definitely follow him, guys. But we did a fundraiser. Our goal was two hundred and forty dollars and we ended up at the end of the night with over a thousand. So it was nice. pretty nice. pretty insane. Um what we really found is that the Smite community is hungry for these kind of events. They want the gameplay. They want, you know, ranked is not everyone's favorite thing. It's not necessarily a, a fun experience. And so we feel like what we do in Exilium is like we create higher quality game play. So whether it's in-houses, whether it's our tournaments, whether it's our leagues or our squads, which I can talk about the differences between all those in a little while. But um, no matter what it is, we want to provide a positive experience for people that they can learn from, grow from and have fun with. So that's kind of the goal. Nice. Yeah, guy was uh, like telling it. me about the the charity stream. It was insane. I literally was sitting in my chair with tears running down my face because for me, seeing the community support has just been like unreal because Exilium is like, it's my dream. It's it's what I want. Um, you know, whether Smite comes or goes, like Exilium will still be. And it was just really cool to see everyone get behind, you know, what we were doing. Um, and just like be so generous. I thought once we hit the goal, everybody would just stop donating, right? Because like we passed it, and that that's not what they did. They just kept giving. So pretty yeah, amazing. it is pretty amazing. Um, Beagle, you know, she listens to a few other not podcasts, but you know, what streamers, I guess, you know, and they do a lot of yeah. charity stuff too. Um, I know they do uh, monthly charity live streams. Actually, it's pretty cool. They can usually raise at least like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is amazing, the communities out here. And I, I mean, like you say, that the community's hungry for it. Going back to that for a moment. Uh, reminds me earlier, I was just thinking, you know, a, a lot of the, the Smite community itself has this uh, reputation for being toxic. But from what I've seen, while there is toxicity in the game, you're always going to have that in PvP. That this, the Smite community is actually not that bad. You know, I mean, like you said, you reached out to people and they helped you learn how to play the game. That happened when I was playing the game. Just people reached out to me and said, hey, you know, you look pretty new. Here's some tips, you know, and that was he pretty still awesome. gets those messages sometimes. But. <laughs> 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 I don't know what you're talking about. No, now no, I just get right, bad though. messages because my level's <laughs> high enough that they, you know, it's just feeder. <laughs> sometimes you're going to feed. I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I've I've watched good players on, on you know streaming YouTube whatever. I've seen the best of players feed at times. You know, it's just Absolutely. sometimes somebody has your number or you just have a <laughs> string of bad luck in a row. You know, you come around the corner and there's all five of them. Like what? <laughs> you know, oh yeah, yeah that shit, definitely ha shit happens. happens in Smite. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah, especially if you get a string of them. Yeah, I was watching the Mad Accountant stream the other night. He was really really fun to watch. His uh chat was really great also. Yeah. So Count and I met, um, I was in a casual game and I was still very new to Smite and I, I did pretty terribly. He was on the opposing team and when we got out of the game, he posted his Twitch in, uh, the ch in the lobby chat and was like, Hey, good game. You know? And I was like, well, I played pretty terribly, but he was so nice that I was like, yeah, I want to go check out his Twitch. So I did. And that was back then when he averaged like 10 viewers, maybe. Now he averages like 50, um, but he is so 
community driven, community focused. We are the best of buddies. He is. Yeah. I can't say enough good things about him. If you guys don't follow him, definitely do, because I feel like he's the best smite streamer out there right now. So. I say a lot too, but you know, Hey, you gotta, gotta feed your brand too. I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, when you like people, you like people. Yeah. You know? I'm actually checking out, uh, whatever to make sure I was following. Cause I know the name, um, you know, to make sure I am following. I see, uh, he is hosting now. We are Exilium. Yes. Uh, who, who's so, that guy? I like his beard. That's why I'm bringing him up. He has a great beard. <laughs> yes, um, he does. He I'm, actually I'm sitting here like, I'm, I'm looking at my beard. I'm like, I'm jealous. <laughs> His beard right now is relatively <laughs> short because he did, it was something like a sub goal. If he got so many subs uh, at the end of last year, he would shave it and he did shave it this year. So he's still growing it back, but it'll get much longer. But everybody loves the beard. Um, I actually got to meet him at HRX. He, so Exilium took about 30 people to Worlds last year and we rented nice. a big Airbnb and everyone just stayed together. And I cooked for everybody and like Count Count and his best friend Cobra, who they started streaming kind of together, but Cobra's kind of stopped streaming a little bit. Um, but they're both great. You know, they're, they're both admins in Exilium. They're both really involved, but they came over for dinner. We had a great time hanging out. Just super solid dudes. Um, so yeah, he's hosting Exilium. Tonight we did a bracket reveal stream, which Guy was talking about. He was part of that. Mm -hmm. So we did the bracket reveal to you know, because teams are always very interested in where they're seated and who they're playing. We did all that. We revealed the prize pool. Um, so we did that in a stream together. And then he raided and hosted the We Are Exilium Twitch, which we've just started that. Probably we've probably been doing it about a month, maybe a little bit more than that now. But we try to keep content on our Twitch. Um, different community streamers stream from our channel. And it's all the, it's, it's anything from like people like me who is like a silver level, bronze level sometimes player up to <laughs> masters and grandmasters. Hey, we got something in common. <laughs> well, keep in mind, cause I've only been playing Smite since like March of last year. So just a year. And to be honest, once Exilium kind of took off, um, most of my time goes into running and managing the org because it is, it is definitely a full-time job. Um, thankfully, oh, I can imagine. My job I, I kind mean, of allows I just that do the podcast here and like, you know, I'm in charge of the editing and all that. So, you know, not only do I get to sit down, you know, for a couple hours, you know, and, and record each week, then I got to bug these guys to make sure I get all their tracks and then put them all together. And, you know, it, it is a job, you know, it but definitely is, I yeah. love what I'm doing. I mean, I love the skills that I'm building. I love, you know, the product that's coming out. I love the positive feedback that we get, you know, and all that. And it's, you know, it's just a great experience. For sure. I can imagine that would be getting to know all the different people and. Mm -hmm. You know, and all the great guests that you get to have on the show too. And, you know, that, that in itself is more than enough, you know, payment for, for what we do. You know, just that says a lot about you the, get to talk the, to. The Smite community itself. We get so many people that are. That work for high res, that are just big streamers, you know, everybody's so willing to talk about Smite that's in the community. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think it's as bad as people think. I think it's just that, you know, the, the squeaky wheels are the loudest, you know? For sure. And, you know, a lot of those people that you run into that are like super toxic in games and stuff, a lot of those people, they're not attached to any communities, they're not really involved in the scene. Um, and then the other the other group that sadly I found can be pretty 
harsh are the 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 level of players that are below SML um but above your average masters player that group they are mm-hmm. like some of the worst egos that I've ever experienced like pro players are so much more open and welcoming to us as an org and to me as a a new person in this my community they're so much more open than some of those players like the some of the top combine teams they can be really just not very warm or welcoming. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, we've, we've had a lot of big names on it and that's been great. I, I love it. It's just, yeah. Yeah. You guys had one of our and... coaches, Alpha Jack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hopefully yeah. someone bigger, if he would just check his DMs. <laughs> oh yeah. So go ahead, Beagle. <laughs> do, do a shout out here. What's going on? Well, one of my favorite streamers, recently started to try and play smite and the entire time i'm like screaming at my phone no you're doing the wrong thing you're supposed to do this and do that and we were thinking if we can get him on we could have an episode basically where we just talk about the basics of how to play smite and get his perspective since he's a new player and he doesn't really know much about the game he's never played it before i should say they not he not just him because I want to try and get both. And, and who is it that we're talking about? Brian and Amelia Deckert. Right. They are so my if anybody else out there, streamers. you know, listening to podcasts, watches those folks, give a shout. You want to get them on the show? Yes, I would. I would love to be able to talk about Smite with them. Like they want to learn how to play. I want to teach them how to play. I have PS4. They have PS4. It will work out great. I'm telling you. Yeah, and, you know, I'm, very, I'm very. I'm a very active person in the, what we call the Connor army, because he plays a, a guy named Connor in a game. And well, it would just be perfect. Like, he he already knows who I am, like my username, but it would be great to actually get to talk to him on here and about Smite and teach him how to play. For sure. That'd yeah. be awesome. The fun part was is they were doing a tutorial, and what, what happened? Like, they oh weren't able God. to finish it or something. Okay, the tutorial the tutorial just like was not working for them and so they got frustrated and just said you know what screw it let's just get in a match and i was like oh god you have no idea that's that's just a big mistake like this game you have oh, to yeah. learn how to play before just jumping in that's a big like, ripperino sure. right there yeah like i don't know he kept getting stuck he kept like basically you know when they're trying to buy the item the game like wouldn't let them buy it and you know there, there were people there from smite because it was a sponsored stream trying to help him um, so, like, it just kind of didn't work. He restart. He had to restart the app, like, three times. So, eventually, he gave up. He's like, you know what? Let's just play a game. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing, uh, Titan Cupcake was there. Uh, who else was it? Cupcake, Clumsy, and Isaiah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. They were there. I don't know for sure if there's anyone else. I said I was gonna hang out in the stream chat, but I ended up, so, like, I could see what they're saying, but I ended up moving to a subscriber room anyway. Just because most of my friends are in there anyway. So. But most of the time, you know, I wasn't talking to them. I was just screaming, like, like I was just saying, no, you're doing this wrong. You gotta do this, this, this. I was just oh, spitting advice. The, the best part was when they were trying to clear a buff, they would attack it, and then oh my God. move out of the circle. They would, they would keep trying to basic it, and then he'd move out of the circle. It's like, well, I want you to stop attacking me, but I'm trying to attack you. It's like, this is why you need to play the tutorial. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) One of the cool things that we're doing kind of on that topic is we're actually, so we're in the process of getting a website going. Um, and there is a lack of smite content. And one of the things that we're doing is we're having 
our higher level players create content videos on different things. Like we just had one of our players do a video on um, how to tell if a god is early game, mid game or late game. And like, how to identify that as well as team comps? Like, you know, you'll hear them say, well, this is a really early game team comp. And a lot of people don't really know what they're basing saying that off of. So like that was just one example of a video. But we are also doing a Conquest 101 Beginner's Guide to Conquest. Um, and we're going to make a series of videos. And it will be like showing, you know, what characters go in which or what gods go in which roles and which lanes and how to do the laning phase and how to rotate. and what buffs you should be doing and things like that. So that's, I think yeah. that's going to be super helpful because then like Beagle, when you have a friend that wants to play, you can just link them to these beginner videos and they're way, they're going to be way yeah. more helpful than the in-game tutorial. Yeah, that would be great. Like, I mean, even like, even if like he does come on, I don't like expect him to actually, I mean, he said in a stream, the last stream, he said that he wants to hopefully try and play with other people. And, like, I have a PS4. He's playing on PS4. This, like, never happens. But <laughs> this never yeah, happens. You know, Everyone else I PS4 watch play Island, on PC. So. so, yeah. I mean, like, um, big shout out to them. They are great. If Like, they stream almost every single day except for Mondays. And most of the time they stream Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. All right, Sometimes all right, Beagle. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. <laughs> if you don't know who they are, go follow them because they are great. What were their names there, again? Continue. Brian and Amelia Deckard. Their Twitch is just Brian Deckard. Deckard well, spelled weird. So you just need a bunch of people listening to go to go into their stream chat and just start saying, hey, you need to play Smite with Beagle. There you go. There you <laughs> go. That's the plan. I mean, a lot more people than I thought were like, yeah, I heard of Smite. You should totally play it. Like, I asked before in stream chats, like, hey, has anyone played? Because I need friends. But this is like way before this. Just trying to like reach out to people. Nobody seemed to know what it was. Everyone was like, nah, sorry. And then this yeah. time when he said, anybody ever play Smite? Everybody's like, oh my god, I love that game. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the fangirls cometh out. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's not, it wouldn't be as exciting. Like, okay, I don't want to, I don't know how to say it. Like, it wouldn't be as exciting if I met, like, someone like Jack, for example, because I've been, like, watching him, his videos for years. So, like, it's kind of different. They're more of, like, they, like, are more, like, internet friends that don't, that we don't know, like, each other personally, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, back to Smite. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if we let her go, she will continue to fangirl for mm -hmm. quite a while. It, oh it's my just god, I was- I stopped! See, I look, literally she's still said, going. go follow them, and now you're all freaking stupid. <laughs> now you're all freaking stupid, huh? That's, well, that's anyway. your response. Yes. You know, move on. I'm gonna move things <laughs> on because, um- you know, we haven't uh, actually talked about a whole lot of games of the week recently, and uh, there's some games we've been playing recently I think, you know, some of us would probably like to talk about. And, um, you know, I don't know. Who should we throw out there first? You know what? Actually, I know who's going to go first this week. I know damn well who's going to go first. Um, I'm just going to ask first, uh, Guy, do you want to do it, or should I? <laughs> Uh, you go right ahead because I don't I don't even remember my games of the week. I'm not talking <laughs> about your games or my games or or Dan's games or Beagle's oh games. I'm talking about her. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. You talking about the raw? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you, I thought. Okay, you know I thought Rob you were talking about something else. My God. So, guys, son, Herg. This was amazing. So hold on, hold on. Let me let me get it loaded up, and uh, I don't need that. 
volume up. So he's he's raw, okay? And he is uh like 108 health and He's kind of cornered where the tower used to be. He gets a circle down, but all of his enemies are almost beat too. He dodges a Nija, gets turned around, and with one beam, kills three people. Three people. Wow. He's also so dodging it, it, a Rama ult. Yes, I yes. was about to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, there was a lot happening. I couldn't spit it all out that fast. Oh Damn it. Oh my god. Like, yeah, when good. I first watched this video, I didn't even know that there were three people. Yeah, he's, he's dodging the Ram alt while he's in the healing circle. He dodges the Nija alt. And who who else is there? Who's the, Oh, uh, Nemesis showed up, too. No, there's a Pele. Isn't it? Oh, the Pele? Pele? I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people died right there. <laughs> it's Pele, Ram, and... And Nemesis, yeah. Is it Nemesis is the third one. Yeah, I'm looking at it. But yeah, his health was was just, it was 106 when the video starts. You can check it out. It's in our Discord. But dude, this was just an amazing play. And I, you know, he's a little overzealous at times, but. Hold on, just real quick. When his beam killed all three people, he was at 22 health. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what I was building up to there. But you got it. (laughs) It's getting up to that low health. surrendered. Yeah, and That's then it was an instant surrender after that. He was seven, one, and three at that moment. High five. But yeah, high five. Big high five out there. That was, yeah, 10 Even and a I half give minutes you credit. into nice the game. Get that boy on a team. Yeah, there you go. Well, like, he said the same thing I did. Nobody at our school has played Smite, and I don't like the people at my school anyway. They suck. He makes me so mad because he'll say, I'm going to go get a pentakill. And runs in there and gets a pentakill. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he says, I'm going to go get another one. Almost does, but he doesn't deserve it. So, <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about that last week. That was that was great there, too. Because, yeah, he just done said, I'm going to go get a pentakill. And out, and he did. That's just what he did. So, wow. yeah. It's impressive. I have eight. And then he started talking smack. And, say I'm gonna and get when it. he said he wanted to get another one, I stole it. He was going to get another one, too, and Beagle stole it. Don't was, talk smack. He was like, once. Basic away from having another pentakill. I was like, holy shit. Yep, that was a good one, Beagle. Took the well, first one. Well, like though, I not said, he should have kept his mouth shut. <laughs> well, and and to be fair, you were playing Ymir. We all know how you are. So You were playing for your smite career because the words right out of your mouth before he jumped in was, if you get another pentakill, I'm quitting smite. <laughs> yeah. Double kill, triple then kill. I'm like, scared. oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. She took, oh, she shit. took that oh, fourth. Oh, shit. So wait, well, who's on the raw? Your brother? Oh, this is the my no, this son. This is uh, yeah, guy's son. Guy's son. Okay. Yeah, he was. Um, he's been popping off lately. Let's just leave it at that. Guy's popping son is really off. good at the game, and then there's other guy's son. Uh, <laughs> wow. So mean. Wow, Dan. I love other guy's son. He's really cocky and funny, but he's he's a little young. Oh, you mean bridge bait? Yeah. Dude, I enjoy playing <laughs> Smite with both guys' sons. I do. I do. But Other Herd is wow. insanely good. <laughs> yeah, the, the, Big Herd yeah, is one... insanely good. I mean, like, I, I, I got against him in Duel one time while we were in a party chat just, like, playing ranked Duel. And I never dreamed that this would happen where I would actually fight him. But I did, and he literally, like, I, I had nothing to do. I, I was playing Hell, and he was playing Cerberus. I, he just kicked my ass so fast. 
When did this happen? I never heard about this. Um, he didn't. He re, he repressed that memory <laughs> right away. <laughs> no, guy was. I think guy was there, or maybe he heard about it right after or something. Yeah, pretty sure I heard about it. So what I'm hearing is guy is better than Dan. No, I mean, I took him guy beat her again. I could beat guy easy. Oh boy, that's what, uh, what Herg said. You too. won't even try me. Like I know how to play. Yeah, it now. but who did Herg play? Fucking King he Arthur. Arthur. Dumbass. King Arthur. So, do you guys play ranked, him. or do you guys just play casual? I play ranked a little bit. I, I play ranked a very bit. small amount. I told myself I would this year, but uh, it's so unmotivating. I like ranked joust because we can play as a team. Yeah. So we'll do little periodic bouts of that. I do mm. duel occasionally, but duel yeah. in the end, whenever I run into that player, it says I know how to exploit duels to the to the maximum. I'm gonna stay under tower, I'm gonna do all these stupid things that makes the game last a half an hour and and then I'll I know how to kill you this <laughs> one time. You don't wanna play me then. And <laughs> You'll lose. <laughs> I cannot stand that because I get so I impatient that I just dive under Titan. I don't care, and and I'll then die and then he messages the person again. afterwards. Like, like, you're like, a you're, baby. Come out of tower. Like, yes. It's called a duel. Now I sit here and kill minions and mm-hmm. do nothing for thirty minutes. It's called win. However, you got to win. Uh, yeah, I just no. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I play duel every now and then. Man. I need to kill people. Mm-hmm. I need but, to deserve. Yeah, I get impatient. <laughs> yeah, I, get very, I, I, I specifically remember too, the last honestly. time I dueled, and it was that time. It was one of those times. I'm like, I'm just kicking this person's ass over and over again. But she was a Scotty, so she could always get away. And it was just like, mm, you know. And I had her, you know, under Titan. I but I, I can't fucking you know bull demon that. So it was just like, yeah, you know, I can only do so fucking much here and. You know, and then she backdoored me on top of it all. I'm like, wow, you know, you don't even have the guts to come down the lane. You got to sprint past me and, and just go for it, huh? Uh, kids these days. Like okay, little, I only, like can, can I just say, salty. I only did that once because she just literally just would not, like, I don't even know. I, hardly, I don't really remember the game that well, but I remember I got really annoyed because she was making the game drag on forever. And I was Apollo, so I ulted over and just killed the Titan. It was half health anyway. Yeah. I mean, I get. Like, look, I'm I'm not complaining in the sense that hey, it's not fair. It's it's more than fair. You're quite just BM, you know, bro. Quite fine to do it. I, it's just not me, and it, and to me, it, it I see it as a sign of weakness. Like, come on. I went on like a fight. little spree of playing Apollo and Duel, and oh my god, I kicked so many people's butts. It was freaking funny because like guys, I don't even play Apollo. I was just like, I don't know. He has a good ult to escape. <laughs> what I don't you, know. Camberlin, are you aggressive or a passive player? Um, it depends. It depends on a lot of things. It depends on if I'm really comfortable with the god that I'm on, and it depends on if I trust my team. So, <laughs> I yeah, the, the way that I start, I, I play Smite, with the same people, and I don't always trust them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I don't trust any of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my immediate thought was, wait, we're supposed to trust these nincompoops? <laughs> no I, I I trust that Herg's going to be bold and, and pull off shit like that but it is go big or go home 
And <laughs> I, I trust that Dan's going to be solid. I trust that I'll be out of position because I thought that they were going to do things that they normally do, but they decided not to. See, that's the yeah. thing about Smudge. You can't expect the expectable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> expect the expectable. Yeah. You got to expect the unexpected. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. But you know what you got to expect to be awesome is my buddy Jorgen Mander. I don't know if I said that right. Jorgen Gander. There it is. I'm like, shit. I, I, yeah. When I think about it, I can't say it. But I've been playing playing a fair amount of him, and the more I play him, the more I like him. He's just fucking great. Even in arena, I didn't think he would be as good in arena, but he's he's solid. Dude, his his combo, his three one two combo, is a punch to the face. Ah, that's a great one. Yeah, I need to take him into the jungle. Yeah, it really depends. I find people that can have knockups and can put CCs on them and put this passive on them. You can really burn them down real quick. Dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the funny part was is against the Alpwash. Like, oh, I can melt your bodies, like, real quick. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and the problem was is he wouldn't attack me. He he knew better. He, he, <laughs> hey, hey, Dan, how's your ass feel today? What? <laughs> Fuck that, that Alpwash, Alpwash Oh, my God. <laughs> like, all right, I can't attack anywhere near the... <laughs> Jorgen monster, so I'm gonna go ahead and just attack this other guy. <laughs> that was so annoying. The entire <laughs> game, he only went for me, and I could not for the life of me do anything. It was mm-hmm. walk up, take half my health, run away. And it was like, oh my god. And no matter how much defense I built, it didn't matter, because he built Magus Obshard. Yeah. So he, if I built too G. little to and avoid it was a joust, the, so you know, it's just if I if I went too little to avoid the obshard penetration, the magus would fucking make it true damage. If I went too high, it didn't matter because it was obsidian shard. But I will say I love Yormi's alt. Ugh. That looks really is, fun. I haven't played him yet. It it not only does it look cool, but what you can do with it is awesome. And scatter the, the ants. Yes, it, it is. You scatter the ants. He needs a giant ant eater <laughs> uh, skin because that's what it is. You go up and you're just like, and you just they scatter. So wait, you can wait, basically wait, wait. Can we get that tugboat wait, sound effect that? again? How did you do was that a soundboard? Dude, that's when they come. He comes out of the ground. It's like the trumpets. You know, just <laughs> right out, man. I tell you. So I was, who's gonna I was make, in this arena. Gonna, hold on, hold on. Who's going to make the account that's now her so that herg and her can play together? <laughs> I don't know. We but need a whole sound th- effect team. It, it was a Jorgen Mant. Yeah. Jorgen Jorg arena match. Okay. <laughs> and he altered first as both teams were kind of coming out of fountains. And he altered first and was just like boldly going ahead. So I'm like, you know what? It, let's just both go ahead and do it, right? Because his whole team was coming towards me, so I audited and just kind of flopped down in front of them, and they all kind of threw the brakes on. And my second one, you know, they're all running back away to get away from it. Third one, I go back into the mid because their Yorg's dead now because the four of my guys focused him down. I was like, yep, that's what I love about the all. You don't even have to hit people. You can just 
herd them away like the sheep that they are. Were you guys with me this week when we had that arena game that had <laughs> it was a double Yorgmagunder and a double Morgan in our game? Yes. Oof. Oh, it was the worst. There was like four Yorgmagunder olds going off <laughs> oh, at the same awesome. time. Oh, like, that is, is the worst awful. game I've ever played in my life. No, you you know that what you just reminded awful. me though. One of my my Gunder games, what? there was a Chablanque and a the Morgan on the enemy team, and it was just dong 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 dong. I was like, son of a bitch! As if one's not bad. Now I gotta sit through <laughs> two. Mm. Yeah, I could rough. not deal with that. I would sit in fountain. Oh, it was horrible. I hate uh, Chibalanke. The funny thing was, passion. they weren't messing with me during that time. So, like, while it was annoying, I'm like, this is annoying. But, like, I don't know who they're focusing, but it ain't me. I, I ain't seen a thing. <laughs> like, literally. We ain't seen shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, I hate that ult so much. Because it's like, there's nothing to counter it. And you just, you're just dead. If they're anywhere near you, you're just dead. Yeah. It's, 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 that's, you know. And it's yep. like, god damn it. Oh, uh, you know, but Jorg, he's the man. I, I just, I really like him. Really, 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 really do. But you know who else I, I really like? And I, I should not be allowed to focus playing this guy. That, that's, uh, Sun Wukong. Oh my goodness, he is just so fun. That, that arena, it was the, the five of us. Yuki was there too. And Ew. that was during the triple <laughs> weekend, triple everything. Oh yeah, triple baby! And we go into this arena, and I'm the only tank on the team as Sun Wukong, and you know, doesn't stop me from uh, building uh, power boots into transcendence and <laughs> and just having fun. You know, I still did my job. I was tanky enough. I did get some, some, some bruiser stuff in there after that, but you know, it was good, good, good times. So, what speaking, about you, Dan? Oh, I was, wow. I was going to make it natural and you just fucked it. No, no, that would not be natural if it was natural. This is more natural now. No, I was going to naturally fluid the conversation over to me and you just. Supernatural? <sighs> Man. All right. All right. Here we go. Okay, so speaking of super fun warriors, um, now that King Arthur is not so glitchy, I am his owner, ruler, and god, and he is my servant. I I have played nine nine jousts with, I think, nine. Wait, yeah, yeah, nine victories in a row with Arthur. No losses. I haven't lost when I played Arthur in days. He is. Except for one match with Guy because we had a what was it on the enemy team that like kicked our ass that game? Oh man, I we can't remember what it was, but maybe uh, it was the Aplush because Dirtnab's yeah. dad. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Never mind, that do. game doesn't count. We had a feeder with us. Makes sense. <laughs> what <now>. I do <laughs> makes sense now. That was the game with the Aplush, Yorman douchebag. Uh, yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, I really love King Arthur. Now that he's not so glitchy, all you gotta do is build Glad Shield, Blackthorn, Hammer, and <laughs> just fucking run it, people. I still haven't but played like, him yet. You gotta know how to do it, but at the same time, it's, oh my god, it's so much fun. And I've gotten really good at the instant cast thing. I'm trying to look for, like, my, be oh, here it is, my best game. 
I went 11-0 and versus another King Arthur, a Jormungandr, and a Hera. I mean, literally, I just ran at them the whole time. Guy and Beagle, they were doing whatever they needed to. I just ran at the enemies and just attacked the whole game. <laughs> what was I? Who was you I? You were Scylla. Yeah, right? you were Scylla and I was Huyi, right? Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember that game because I was talking about it. I'm like, you guys are literally, you guys could just do whatever you need to do. I will take care of these guys. <laughs> Scylla is so much fun. Me I too. Love her. I have her diamond. Yeah, That's who I've been I'm practicing a, this week, is Scylla. I'm a mage main. That's all I want to play is mages. Yeah, me too. I play mid and sometimes ADC. A little bit of and jungle. I, I take hey, anything and everything into the jungle and make it work. Beagle, do you remember when uh, you asked me if you could play soul carry? And I'm like, sure, I'll play Ama support. And um, yeah. we just kept alt, alt comboing those t- two in the beginning. It of that went game. well for a while. Yeah, we destroyed our lane, but the rest of the lanes lost. So <laughs> it eventually caught up to us. But it was it was fun while it lasted. I mean, like there, we had a cu- we had a couple good games, but then like we tried it again and again and again. It's like eh, that was just a bad game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude, Dan. How about me playing that Al Kwong? Yeah, what was up with that? You played in a, a basically an assassin and actually played it. Mm-hmm. I was ripping some shit up that game. I don't do that that often. But, you know, every now and then you just find that, oh, they're scared of me. Sometimes <laughs> when Dirtnap's dad gets an assassin and an assault or something, I'm like, oh crap. Well, this is a loss. <laughs> a little worried. Game. I'm a little worried. I, I, it's kind of like a hit or miss because if it's like Neja, I can trust him, but if he gets yeah. like Kali or something, he oh, doesn't Lord. play fucking Kali. So like, I know it's a wash. And then sometimes he gets one, and I'm like, ooh, and then he just rips the game apart, and I'm like, oh, oh okay, sorry. <laughs> it's all about getting that swag on, folks. <laughs> you gotta, just gotta find that confidence. That's kind of and uh. Confidence is how to be good at smite, honestly. Yeah, that's why I. If suck. you're not worried, <laughs> you're not gonna miss your oh, shit, dude. Dude, if how you're about not worried about missing? Freya you're not yesterday. gonna miss, honestly. It happens. I was playing Freya yesterday in assault. I don't play Freya, you know. So I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. They're trying to like, you know, give me the basics, you know. So I'm trying to look for those type combos, you know. I'm not really worried about you know being efficient. I'm just like, can I pull this combo off? All right, I pulled that combo. Off. Can I do? Can I do this? Can I do that? You know, just, you know, going through. But there was a moment uh, where I was the last one alive. They were all so close to dead, but I just didn't have anything to go on. Except for the fact that I had uh, Hasten Ring. (laughs) And literally, I was just zigzagging through the four of them. They weren't hitting me with anything because I was just flying so damn fast at that point. I was giving the uh, frickin', uh <laughs> I was making Ymir dizzy because he was trying to freeze me, and I'm just like, nope, this side, nope, that side, nope, this side. <laughs> What's it? Oh, it was so fun. I, I would have oh, yeah, loved was... just to have an ability up and been able to pop off on them. And mm, so that close. was a rough game for the enemy team, though. That's whoa, whoa, whoa! Game. We have an invader. We have an invader. What? Someone has invaded the podcast. Oh shit! It's Yuki. He made it, folks! Well, oh, they can't still, you, we'll, we'll still, like, put it in. 
You invaded. Yuki has invaded. He's here to say hello to us, <laughs> but not you. So, uh, where we were, Cameron, you said uh, you was, you've been playing some Scylla. You have any interesting games with her this week? Oh, yeah. Um, I love her ult because the more, the better you get at hitting it, the whole resetting thing is just super fun. The thing that I've noticed with her is like, I land my abilities, but I'm never top damage. Um, but I'm always, I don't know, I guess pivotal in the games I play her with getting the kills. So probably partly because her ult, you know, if someone's running away with just a little bit of health, she's really good to just ult them. I could chase that, yeah. Yeah, and just put the circle down in front of where they're running and and they're pretty much dead. So it's been really fun. I'm on a squad in Exilium, so like we have a five-man that practices together and we have a coach and stuff like that. So like it's been really cool to play her and get get some coaching on it and just kind of I never was a huge fan of her. Her dash is probably the the most difficult ability for me. Like I'm still kind of learning how to position it, but it's really helpful because in a way it's almost like Giannis Portal because um, you can if go you through. you misplace it, you're mm-hmm. in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. done that lots of times, lots of times where I've dashed the wrong way or gone into the oh, gosh, gone into the, the fight. Right? Yeah. Or you actually you go to hit and you put your three in the middle of uh, four people and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so well, it's been fun learning her, though. I've never been that out of position, have I? No, I don't think you've no, done that, no. Dirt Napstad. Yeah, oh. of course I have. Oh, oh yeah, my God. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and Scylla, she's actually one of those gods where I'm like, eventually I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Instacast for everything with her, and it works so much better. And it's one of those things where uh, it was also weird because, you know, how do you aim her circle without seeing the circle? And it's just like, you know, I don't know. I just kind of, you see it after a while, you know, and, and what you can hit with it. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I normally keep it on, you know, default or, or quick casting for a lot of things, but she's one of those where once I put it on instant cast, then she kind of clicked a hell of a lot more. Yeah, she's one of those, I've got one of my pentakills with her, one of my two pentakills. Still haven't so, got mine. I don't even remember all my pentakills, honestly. Well, I haven't got gotten mine yet, so I steal other people's. <laughs> got eight, so it's like <laughs> I've gotten oh. two pentas, I think. Um, nice. My first one was on. Well, the actually, I think I have two, but I think one was arena, so I don't really count that. Um, I got one in conquest on Artemis. Nice. So that I was got one just exciting. the other day. I almost got one as Jingwei, and that's like the only time I remember. I know there were many times I almost got one. And I was so close, I just needed that last hit or something. But I do remember this specifically. I built Jingwei one of the first few times I played her. Of course, I built her full crit. And I killed, just, I was just killing everyone. I had this last person, one more base would have killed him, and they ran in Fountain. And I wanted to cry in a corner. Sure, just kept Chase him down and kill him. Shit, get that pentakill. Like, I was up, I mean, I was up at their Fountain anyway. Like, I was just killing everybody. And that last person just managed to run in the freaking fountain. I never had one stolen. I like when the stars start to align, though. That's always fun when you're like, you start to see it. You know, like, ooh, I, you know, I see, I, I know I'm going to get this kill, or I just got that kill. I'm going to get this one, and then, ooh, that's going to allow me to just go right into doing that. And you start to see it line up. I hate yeah. that, because then I know Beagle's going to ruin uh. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, you just need to insert where is she going to interfere here, mm-hmm. and then 
Cut yeah, I need pass. to. I need to not only guess where my pentakill is going to come from, but how Beagle is going to try to hey, steal it. Hey, as long as you don't do anything to deserve it, I equation. won't. Dude, dude, from Ymir Club to Nethal and anywhere in between. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. just saying that last pentakill I stole was we with the freeze. We need to get a freeze. poster made. We need to get a poster made where, over top of me as like Thanatos or something, it says Quadra Kill, and. Just it's just in the middle of the poster. There's an Emir smacking somebody, and it says like "player kill" above Emir with his club. Yeah, yeah. there we go, artsy folks. High five. Let's get a call out to that. So, uh, we've got any other game highlights to throw out there? I know I've blabbered on here long um, enough. I um, I mean, I, 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 I mm. oh, I could, t- I could talk about this update. game. I got another star on Aplash. Oh, yeah, yeah, guy, mm. got another star. Got another when? Somehow I carried an assault as Kali the other I day. I went 12-1 and one with AMC yesterday and a joust with, or wait, not Serena, what? Where's the joust? Oh, the joust is 7-1, and one, sorry. 7-1 and one in joust mm, playing against, or not playing, yeah, playing against Ra, Bakasura, and Hachiman with Dan and Guy as King Arthur and, who's Guy playing? I can't even see the little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even see his little thing. It's so tiny. (laughs) Um, yeah. And, oh my god, that Bakasaur was so scared of me. He got me maybe, like, maybe- (laughs) No, wait, he didn't get me. The raw alt got me at one point, at, like, the very end of the game. Right before we came back and killed the Titan. (laughs) Like, they were so scared. They were just sitting- They were just sitting behind tower, like, the entire game. But then every now and then the Baka would come out, and he'd try to fight me. And he lost every single time, even if he ulted. Yeah, Beagle, Beagle's been playing really well recently. I mean... But don't let that get to your head. Yeah, I mean, as soon as <laughs> I do it, I'll start playing like trash. No, let it get to your head. Become confident and get mm. Well, I just don't want her head to get bigger. I just want her to get confident. I doubt yeah. that'll ever and happen. that's in the heart, folks. In <laughs> the heart. Ah... Uh. All right. Well, hey, hey, folks. Let's get moving here on to this week's session of progression, and we're going to be talking about someone that often frustrates me because I play against them more than I play them. Mm. It is Discordia. So, um, <laughs> I don't know her lore. Damn! If Yuki would have popped in right here, I could have recorded him saying some lore about her. But she's from Rome, and um. She, you know, all with one golden apple. There you go. That's her lore. And, uh, <laughs> Dan, you're our ability reader, so why don't you have at that quick, and then Camberlin will, uh, instruct us all how to play her. Okay. Well, I can do that, I guess. Can you? All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Um, Discordia's passive is Contest of the Gods, or Contest of Gods, I guess, not the gods. Uh, Discordia is constantly comparing herself and her teammates to see who is the best. Whichever god on her team has the top damage dealt to enemy players will receive a power buff that scales off Discordia's level. Uh, physical power buff is 5 plus 2 per level, and the magical power buff is 10 plus 3 per level. Uh, her first ability is Unruly Magic. Discordia sends an orb of unruly magic to a location that damages any enemy it hits along the way. At that location, it will break down into six minor projectiles that fire out in all directions, damaging any enemy's hit and bouncing off of walls. The orb damage is 72 to 50 plus 75% of your magical power, 
The minor damage is 20 to 60 plus 10% of your magical power. Her second ability is Strife. Discordia creates an area of strife that damages all enemies hit. Yes, this is the cancer one. Uh, if two or more it's enemy gods shot. are hit at the... <laughs> it's a skill carpet. <laughs> That's what I call it, the skill carpet. Uh, if two or more enemy gods are hit at the same time, they will be afflicted by madness for one second, forcing them to attack each other for additional damage. The same is true for minions. If only a single target of one type is hit, then it becomes rooted for one second instead. The damage is 60 to 220 plus 60% of your magical power, and the madness damage per hit is 10 to 50 plus 10% of your magical power. The Her three is erratic behavior. This is her dash. Discordia leaps a short distance and then creates an area of confusion where she lands that persists for five seconds. While inside the area, she becomes stealthed, gains bonus movement speed, and her first and second ability cooldowns are reduced by an additional amount of time every 0.5 seconds that she remains in the area. Attacking from the area will briefly reveal her. The movement speed buff is 20 to 40%, and the 1 and 2 cooldown reduction per tick is 0.5 to 1.5 scaling. Her ultimate ability, Golden Apple of Discord. Discordia throws her Golden Apple of Discord that damages and passes through minions and bounces off of walls. If the apple hits an enemy god, it will damage them and force them to hold the apple. Gods holding the apple will become intolerable, causing them to be crippled, intoxicated while they crippled and intoxicated while they constantly boast. That's a weird sentence. At the end of the duration, the apple will detonate, dealing damage and spreading the effects to nearby gods. The initial damage is 100 to 200 plus 40% of your magical power. The first target duration is 2 seconds. The detonate damage is 200 to 400 plus 60% of your magical power. And the spread target's duration is 3 seconds, and that only does single target damage. <laughs> That's it. Sounds like Discordia. Yeah. Sounds like Discord to me. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you all heard why I don't like her. It's that number two that she drops on you. Yeah. Stupid skill carpet. The thing is, it's great no matter how you use it, whether you're using it to root and, you know, a single god or, you know, using it to, uh, to do damage to more than one. Fight each other. Yeah. I love using it on oracles. If you've never dropped it on oracles, it is hilarious the way that they like smack each other. You should definitely <laughs> drop it okay, on the oracles next to, time uh, you're in a in a game with her. But um, I love her because I need an oh shit button, and to me, her three is an oh shit button. Like I can get out of Odin's cage, I can get out of all kinds of things I need to get out of, and then also like when a melee god is coming up on you, um, you can hide in your three, and the whole resetting of the cooldowns are making that go quicker in team fights. I just kind of stay in the back. I throw out my three and build cooldown as well. And it's basically like the her her one-two combo you can just do over and over with very, yeah, the, very small cooldown. The three having that uh, moment where, you know, she is completely safe. Like, I leaned against her as a chalk once. And every time I tried to alt, she would three. You know, and I'm just like, okay, you know. So I'm like, I see what she's doing. I'm going to condition her, let her think I'm just dumb. You know, meanwhile, I'm just rounding up the minions, forcing the issue, let her do it a couple times. And then I axed in and I hit my jump button and she threed. And then I'm like, sorry, bitch, you're mine now. (laughs) 
It's so funny how you can bait people with a jump sometimes. Yeah. Especially yeah. as Hades and Chalk. Yeah, e- e- even Ares too. Yeah. Yeah, Ares. Ares is another good one. Sometimes you jump and everyone beads and it, and you're just like, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> As yeah, she's actually uh, one time I do remember blinking in and jumping and walking away, and I heard bish, 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 like three beads like instantly. Anyway, back to Discordia. Go Discordia. ahead, Kimberly. I, I love her voice rude. pack. I think it's very sassy. <laughs> it's very fun. Um, I think they did a really good job with her voice pack. It suits her. So I love that. I love. I love everything about her. I love her wave clear. I love that a lot of people don't know how to dodge the one. Um, and sometimes it, it just gives that little bit of extra damage that you need. So she's super fun to play in lane. As a mid main, like, she's definitely one of my, she's my top god. She's on my, my Twitter. She's on, like, my little Twitch emotes are little apples, Discordia apples <laughs> with the Exilium flame inside of them. Just like, well, same as my logo here on Discord. That's my logo because I love Discordia and I love Exilium. So. Mm. she's yeah she's just my favorite i feel like her kit has it all um there's there's nothing about her kit that i wish was different so yeah, that too is the strafe is so strong yeah so it's super strong, strong because it also helps your teammates land their abilities mm-hmm. you know yeah so i like can't tell you how many times a rod's got a double kill on, on, on a strife but you, yeah. you do want to level the one up first overall, yeah you want right? to you want to mm-hmm. level the one first that's your wave clear Really, she has a great clear, too. So what I usually do is I start with my one. Um, at level two, I get my two. And then I drop my two on the archers, throw my one at the wave. And very soon, the wave is, you know, once she's a couple levels in, well, a little bit more than a couple, but it's just like insta-clear. Um, so that's how I, I level her. So, yeah. yeah and, and you'll get to the point where you don't even need to use your two on that. You know, you can just do it with a one as the game goes on. So. She's very strong with that. I mean, you dropping that two though and grabbing you know, either rooting a god or forcing two towards each other, you know exactly where they're gonna be. So the obvious combo here, as y'all should know, is two into the one. Yes. So you you drop your ideally you drop your two and then you either ult so that they're you know, it, it's almost like the whole like Bacchus drunk thing, um, the intoxicated. So I drop my two if I feel like I can kill them, if I have enough damage and, you know, maybe they're half health or something like that, drop my two, throw my ult while they're stunned, and then do my one because then they don't have a lot of control over where they're going to go. So it's harder for them mm-hmm. to dodge it, and they're usually dead. You know what I love about her ult is just bouncing it off walls. Bouncing it off things, the fact that it spreads to other people. Um, it's a lot of damage. And then, yeah, I'm actually excited. Tomorrow when Deathwalker comes to our discord for the stream he actually listed her as one of the most useless gods in smite and i have no idea why so i'm gonna have oh, to chat with that. him and ask him why i've seen like, that list he put out yeah i'm gonna be have, have to be like death right. what why are you hating on my girl so the, we'll the range see. that she brings is phenomenal she is an artillery piece look I not think- everybody understands how to play there's artillery mages that just want to stand as far away from everybody as possible and lob shit in Yep. You know, I, she she is not about, you know, close combat at all. She's like, stay away from me and I'm going to lob shit. And when it hits you, it's like a dump truck landing on you. 
At the later levels, she's actually pretty decent. If you get into a close-up fight, you can drop that strafe right on top of you and well, yeah, true. hit him with your wand and are like pretty much dead at that point in time. Yeah, or when I'm being chased, if you like just mouse, like look all the way down, drop the drop the two at your feet as you're moving, and it'll root the person following you, and usually that gives you enough time to get away. Mm-hmm. Or enough time for your three to come up, at least. Yeah. And then when your three comes up, you have your two. The other nice thing is uh, if your alt's up and you're running away, if you're like running like straight towards your tower, you can bounce it off and it'll go behind you. That's that's always a nice shot. Oh, you're chasing me, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she has a lot of versatility. Mm -hmm. And she's hard to beat. Her clear is really hard to beat. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of a lot of like newer Discordia players, you'll see them. They always crack. They'll jump into a three and like just sit in it, even though I'm like running straight at them. And I'm like, well, I know you're invisible, but I'm still going to hit you in it. Yeah, it's yeah. not a huge circle. So, you know, don't. Yes, you're invisible, but like. We also are not invulnerable. <laughs> it, it works it's really well against, against like melee gods that don't have like AoE abilities. But yeah, like. You do that when you're facing a Poseidon or an Agni or something that has big circle abilities, and they're going to damage you either way. Um, yeah. But the melee characters that have to, like, you know, you can stand. One thing I do is I'll stand on the very edge in the direction that I don't think they're go- going to move. And a lot of times, you know, they won't hit me. And it gives time. It's just a stall. It either gives time for my teammates to get to me, gives time for me to have damaging abilities up. And I've gotten kills even that way where people just melee characters especially will come right up on me and you know i'll sit there and and wait for my cooldowns and then as soon as i'm ready you know i drop my two right on top of my three and then my one and you get out and they're dead and then you call on the corpse (laughs) laughing back what (laughs) of course doesn't I don't do that. Do that? I don't, I'm not fast enough on the control i'd like accidentally <laughs> use all my abilities cool down on it. <laughs> yeah i'd accidentally all four times and Use my cooldowns, do jump into three, and like use them again, and use them again. Yep. Yeah, she's she is fun for that. I mean, again, she she does have that versatility, and you know can get in the mix of it. But she is an artillery mage. How do you how do yeah. you build her out? Um, I usually start. I'll usually start with mage's blessing, um, and then I'll start usually cooldown with her. Sometimes pen. It kind of depends on who we're facing, but but so I'll do tier one either Spear of Desso or Tier 1 Chronos Pendant. Um, yeah, I do pen boots. Even with her three, she does have pretty significant cooldowns. They're not horrible, but you feel it. For sure, yeah. In the early so, game, yeah, it's really nice to have that Chronos Pendant. Yeah, that's usually that's usually what I'll go. And then I do pen boots, so Boots of the Magi. And then usually after that, I'll either go into a Soul Reaver, or if I need the pen early game, then I'll do a pen item like Spear of Desso. Spirit Desso is like my favorite pen item or Divine Ruin if they have a lot of healing on their team. Um, so either Soul Reaver or pen item. And then, you know, my next item is whichever one of those I didn't get. And mm-hmm. then usually Obshard and then like a Rod of Tahuti. Um, Rod is really good with her too. So yeah, that's usually how Divine, I Yeah, because her Strife does really half their health her. and then her one does extra damage. Divine Ruin is like Divine Ruin and Obshard, I almost... I almost build those two mm-hmm. items on all of my mages. Yeah, it's really good on her because it just she spreads everything. Her one like bust up and hits people. Yes. So. 
Yep. Yeah, it's really easy to apply anti-heal with Discordia Mm -hmm. for sure. Yep. And if you have that Kronos pendant and you're sitting in your three, you're throwing abilities like crazy. And you have the MP5 to do it. Oh, yeah. You get like 30, 40% cooldown with her. Like I said, you throw your abilities, jump into your three, and you can get two sets of abilities off again before it ever goes away. Yep. And that's she's super valuable with team fights, so Yeah, I've I've played assaults where I get Discordia and I'm like, oh you poor things. And I just sit in my three and berate them. Yeah. yeah especially there because you're starting off with uh Chronos Chronos Pendant, Pendant, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like about assault. <laughs> <laughs> of course then I forget to buy boots because I'm already buttoning <laughs> boy items and then like five items in, I'm like shh. I die and I'm like, why am I not back to the fucking first even tower yet? And I'm like, oh shit. Forgot to buy <laughs> yeah, he'll go back with 6k gold and come back with Blood Forge nope. and Rune Forge, and I'm like, what the f- boots, dude? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Playing with monkeys. Remind me when I die next time to get boots. Playing with monkeys. for every time I said that. Yeah, you I just actually got her diamond recently. this past weekend, so I've been playing a little bit of her lately. I got a lot of people diamond. I think this I got past four? Or, yeah, four. Uh, I think I got five or six. I think I have. I got Medusa. Um, me- wait, Medusa, Huyi, and who else? I can't think right now. It's hard to get God's diamond when you're playing Super right? Six, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I only diamond them if I have enough favor to buy the skin. Which I had enough favor to buy one, so I. That, got I don't one understand. Diamond. You just like wasted a triple so weekend. Weird. But yes, the Sim 6 games are going well. (laughs) (laughs) Playing one right now. So, uh, Dad's got his favorite question he wants to ask you. Okay. Well, no, hold on, you're you're skipping one, guy. Am I? Uh, I am skipping one, you're right. How how, how do you play, come out there and you see a Discordy on the other team, how do you play a Gunster? Um... Wait for me, throw me big circles over her little circle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think when you're playing a mirror match like that, it's going to be all about your positioning. Uh, well, not just a mirror match, but it's just you know, you're you're there's just a discordia on the other team. What, what are some tricks or tips on how to deal with playing against a a discordia? Not yeah, necessarily just as, as a one, mid but, in general. Um. Hmm. Tips on playing against her. Yeah, what's her, like, basically I don't want to do that. Well, her yeah, weaknesses and, you know, are gonna they're gonna be gods with the big <laughs> the big AOE circle ability. So like Agni, Poseidon, um, things that you know she does ha- still have her three, but like Vulcan, you know the the big ults that are hard to get out of and that her three won't really save her from because it's it's not a dash, it's just a leap. So you you know you don't go very far. Um, but it being a leap, you do get an imme- immunity frame. True. Yeah. Yep. So, you know. So it's, it's, it, Vulcan is kind of a toss up. You have to time it perfectly, but, you know, the, definitely the big circles are easiest for, I mean, Poseidon, you can literally just put your three on her three and she just can't get out. <laughs> yeah. And then just make sure you have beads, beads and Aegis. Those are your best friends against her, against almost yeah. everyone, but. Yeah, don't pretty much. Up, don't cluster up together. Just don't stand. Yeah, don't stand on top of each other if there's a discordia on the enemy team. Flanker. Yep. You from this side. You from that side, and someone down the middle. Yeah, because that's that's a bad feeling when you get hit two or three guys in that strafe. Gosh. Yeah, that can turn a team fight almost instantly. Oh yeah. For yeah. sure. And you do want to keep her out of her three, so 
you know, if you can throw an ability in there and push her out, that that is to your advantage because she is getting that cooldown while in there. Mm -hmm. So definitely want to push her out of that and not let her sit in it. And once she uses it, you got some time before that comes back up. You've got to take advantage of that. You know, no no one dashes and leaps are down. That that is super important. Super. For God's sake, if your ult gets on, if her ult gets on, you do not run towards your teammates. For real. Yeah, yeah, that too. People do that. For real. Like, hey, Honestly, I usually try to run me. into Look, a wall and yell, get away. <laughs> get away from me. And yeah. I'll run into I hate, a wall. Like, try to I won't lie. I've used wall. it to kill a teammate <laughs> one time. Okay. I just hate when like those randoms are like, oh no, I've been hit by Discordia all. That would explain I gotta why run Yuki to my got team. They can you. help me. Meds me or something. No. Go away. I don't like you. Nobody wants your cancer. Go away, please. All right. Now my favorite question. What, no, what's your, your favorite question. what's your favorite skin for? Oh, she's got some good ones. Um so when her when the uh what is the skin that has the like the pixel is it pixel pixel chaos? Pixel chaos, yeah. I pixel love the chaos. way that one looks, but I hate the way the abilities feel. I don't like the the blocky pixely squared abilities. I don't like the feel of the autos and the sound that the autos make. So I love the color scheme and I love how that looks, but I don't like to play it. So I I don't ever play it. Um, my favorite is probably the Oblivion Queen or the Dragon Keeper. Um, mm-hmm. Dragon Keeper's super cute and like her. I don't know if you've seen her special emote that she does in it, but it's like it's like she's like got her legs crossed and she's kind of floating. It's just cute. She's holding the dragon or tossing it up in the air. Um, so the Dragon Keeper one is really cute. Obviously, that's the newest one. And Oblivion Queen is good too. The when I want to play her and I want to try hard, I usually use the default or the rebellious one because I can see uh my two better because it's the hot pink lines versus like the Oblivion Queen is is black. Mm-hmm. And to me it's a little harder to see. So it kind of depends on what I'm doing. If I'm just playing, you know, a casual arena or if I really want to go try hard, then I just stick with default because I see the abilities that's, better. That is funny because I actually find the black harder to see. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's harder to see the uh, black one. Oh, all right, all right. I got. I heard you backwards. I get yeah, so, like that sometimes. You have to let me alone. No, no worries. So <laughs> that's why. Yeah. So when I want to see the when I need to see better and I'm trying hard, I just stick with her either her default or her rebellious because they're both pink boxes. Versus the Oblivion Queen is the black one, and I don't think you can see it as well. Yeah. All right. I'm with you now. So, we need to do an episode on skin vantages sometimes because there are a lot of them actually. Yeah, yeah that's I, true. I get that. But um, so I, we've talked about it here on the show before, but I'll bounce this off you. And if someone can, you know, render this into a cool image, you know, high five. So my idea for Discordia is the pool player Discordia. So she's you gotta imagine. First off, she's not gonna be in a skirt. She's gonna be in like a suit, like a pantsuit. With a vest uh, that, you know, kind of like the pointed ones that kind of come in like diamond shape. Mm-hmm. And then a white uh, button down shirt with the sleeves rolled up and like little nice little hat. And she's the pool player, you know, because a obviously, you know, you can have uh, her one is the cue ball rolling down and then it breaks. And when it breaks, it breaks into the little balls, you know, that are breaking all over the place. Her two is a nice big green, you know, pool table area. Yeah, pretty pretty easy. Yeah, and then her three, the pocket, and her alt could be you know the eight ball. Yeah, that's true. You got it all worked out. That would work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I mean, need, I, need someone I with some, awesome. some sort of skill. 
to, to put that together for me. I, it's really funny because, um, actually you probably, sorry, go ahead, go ahead and I'll say mine after. Okay. I don't like, I don't ever think about skin ideas or like what I could come up with. And we were talking about skins recently and, um, somebody was, was saying like they could take the knock skin and make it an exilium skin because her candle could be the exilium flames. Like she could be holding the torch instead of a, I thought that was cool. I just, I don't think about these kind of things though. Like most of the time I'm so busy worried about like knowing the game and learning. Cause you know, it's been only a year. Most people that are, have been playing Smite have been playing for years. Um, so I'm still trying to play catch up on God kits and abilities and positioning and rotations. There's a lot. lot. The, the, the ceiling in Smite is super high because just because of like, you know, you have over a hundred gods that all have different kits and then you have all the different builds and the items. It's a lot to learn. Yeah, so. most certainly is. I mean, it's part of the reason why I, you know, I listened to a podcast and then got into doing it myself because I just want to keep that knowledge flowing because I'm learning stuff in Smite every day, every day. You know, I learn something by playing or watching or, or following along somehow. Yeah, that and, and Smite's ever changing. You know, yep, the, true. The, the gods are changing, getting buffed and nerfed. The items get buffed and nerfed. <clears throat> it's just an ever-changing game. Yeah, you get new god releases. Yeah, so I started with Chernabog release. Okay. So, um, some questions for you here. What, you know, are you mainly a conquest player? Or do you do you like the other any other modes, or what are your thoughts on that? I am definitely a conquest main. Um, so I am a little bit of a conundrum as far as like my smite background, my smite experience is going to be pretty different than how a lot of people would start smite. Um, I started smite and very soon after was in the competitive scene, not as a player, but as a manager. Cause you know, I manage, we have seven teams right now in Exilium that I manage. And so a lot of my time I'm spending like spectating scrims and I'm, I'm sitting in on coaching sessions and I'm, I'm watching, um, we went to worlds and, you know, watching, SPL games. And so I feel like my my knowledge of conquest is really advanced, but I'm not there mechanically, so I'm not very good at mechanics yet. Um but as far as like understanding conquest and how it should be played, like when I get into a ranked game, if my team will listen to my calls, we can usually, you know, do pretty well. Um because I know what should be done when and things like that just because of the exposure I've had. At the same time, when I started playing I started playing with a lot of people that were playing comp and they just carried me all the time. Um, and like they would turn it into a game. So like my higher level teams, they love it when I play with them and they'll put me in there and it's like mission. Don't let anyone kill came, you know? And so <laughs> I, I've been a little bit spoiled and I've noticed, well, I, w- I wish, I wish my, my these people your team play, did that, that? play that game with for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, let them, don't, don't let them kill my Paul. It's yeah. So I've been a little spoiled with like, I never had to queue randoms by myself. You know, it was always just, I always had a five man. I always had people that were quite a bit higher than me that knew what they were doing. And in in some ways that was very beneficial. And in some ways I feel like maybe that hindered me a little bit because, um, I was just used to being kind of babysat as far as like, you know, people doing things for me that you don't get if you're in a five man or when you're not in a five man. So I started playing ranked to try to, you know, stand on my own two feet, so to speak, in the game, because obviously you're going in there by yourself and Mm. it's kind of you have to hold your own. So 
trying mm-hmm. to make myself a, a better player, a more well-rounded player. And, and it's good. I'm catching up. I'm, it's it's kind of like I'm filling in gaps where I would have had things that I would have learned if I had done it like most people where they just start playing the game and like they don't even know really much about the competitive scene until they're a higher level player. Um, whereas I, you know, I started that right away. So yeah, definitely mostly conquest. Um, because that's, that's what our, you know, our comp teams kind of revolve around, but we love going into an arena. We love getting in assault. Um, I'll even play joust. I'm not a fan of clash. and I'm not a fan of siege. I don't ever play those, but arena super fun when we just want to chill and like not try hard or we want to warm up for something or whatever arenas are, or if I want to try a new God, that's where I'll usually do it. And then assault arena is definitely good for that. And also that you can guarantee it, it it's like a 20 minute game you know it's for sure it's not it's not if you're like oh it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes till dinner yeah i can play an arena yeah you know, or you're or waiting so on someone to get can, out of a can game. i play a conquest no i can't play a conquest because it'll be it a could be. two hour game yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and then assault is great because it kind of forces me to play i like the aspect mm-hmm. of not choosing my own god sometimes like Especially if it's been a day where I've made a ton of decisions Mm -hmm. as a mom and, you know, career and all that. Like, just make the decision for me, please. So, like, assault is fun for those days. Just do the thinking, please. Yes. Just let me push buttons. (laughs) That is exactly, like, one of my biggest things about playing assault is because I don't feel like picking a god. Yeah, I think yeah, I really but... like Assault for that reason as well, because, like, even when I play other games, like World of Warcraft or something like that, I often, like, get tired of a character pretty quick, and I'm like, oh, jeez. And, like, you know, when, when there's only, like, six junglers that are really any good, and then you have to, like, really mechanically be profound to, like, really pull off what I pull off with the good junglers with a bad jungler, and it's like, I don't want to lose so i don't pick a bad jungler and then i get tired of all the good junglers and i'm like well yeah sometimes i just don't really have anyone i want to play so just throw someone at me you know that's why i like assault most of the time when i solo queue that's probably what i'm playing unless i'm in the mood to play someone so are you mainly a mid player uh yes mostly i play mid my second role would be adc and like i said i've just kind of i feel like every well-rounded especially if you play conquest a uh, player should have at least a few gods that they can play in any role in case you're not in case you don't get the role that you want or in case something mm-hmm. happens and you need to switch with someone. Um, and the way that we kind of around Exilium, the way that we kind of do things is uh, we have a lot of new players, too. So like if the newest player in the five man pretty much gets to pick their role um, and then we kind of go from there. So the most experienced player is probably going to be um, the one Support. filling. <laughs> well, <laughs> So, believe it or not, we have quite a few support players that actually enjoy it. Um, oh, I, but yeah. I, I, Dad gets down with some support, and we have Dicey's Dicey, who's a support main. But he's, Dicey's much better than I am, but <laughs> I'm pretty solid at it. Dicey also likes to have oh, a lot yeah. more fun, though. Dicey is, is insane. I, I will say that his support style I is I love being his carry. <laughs> different from everyone yeah. else's. Definitely. Just keep up. Just keep up. Dicey's support style is, yeah, right. keep up. It's like, he's mostly the carry, honestly. He will literally just run in there and fuck them up by himself. And he'll scream that he's doing yeah. it the whole time. Basically, like, oh, you know, fucking him up, get <laughs> up Basically, here, with Dicey, 
You're both you know, the carry. He's not a support. He is also a carry playing a guardian. <laughs> it's so yeah. much fun. Like Or or a warrior. Oh, yeah. That, that, oh, yeah. Oh, Sun yeah. Wukong on. I'll play Soul, he'll play Sun Wukong. Oh my god, it's great. Or or oh, his yeah. Geb. Oh, and Sobek. Yeah. Sobek. Yeah, you got me thinking about good guardian. We play playing. Sobek really well. Mm-hmm. We play right, Sobek so, Neath. Yeah. Questions oh, for so the guest. You're getting me blabbing. <laughs> You're getting me blabbing. Someone asked for guest a question. So, uh, you say you've only been doing this for a year. How long has a, a, a li- Exilium been going on? So, Exilium officially started August 1st uh, last year. So, how that kind of happened was when I mentioned when I started playing Smite, I posted on Reddit asking if anyone wanted to play with me. Um, about three or four individuals reached out to me. Um, one of them was in a small community that probably had about 100 members. And about five to 10 of them played Smite. And so I would play Smite with them quite often. And that's kind of like I would invite people. I would meet people in Smite or like the other people that reached out to me through Reddit. I was like, hey, well, why don't y'all come in this Discord too? And we'll just play from here. So we did that. And then that continued to grow. Um, And then that little server of 100 people um, had some guys that wanted to have a team. So they made a team. And I was like, well, that's cool. me being brand new and knowing really nothing about Smite, I watched the team kind of sit there for a couple months and they never really did anything. And so I was like, you know, this team is like not going anywhere. Why don't you just let me manage it? I don't know anything about Smite, but I, I know a lot about managing people and I can, I can do that. I can develop a schedule. I can reach out and, you know, get information and find out where we need to be to get in on the comp scene. So I started doing that with that team and the team really started to grow Um, this was our original team and I kind of got plugged into some of the community smite discords that I needed to be in and a team that we were scrimming reached out to me after a couple of scrims and said, Hey, we really like your management style. Would you consider managing us as well? And so I was like, Oh gosh, two teams. I don't, I don't know if I can do that. I talked to the admins of that small discord and was like, Hey, uh, would you guys be okay with that? And they were like, eh. They were okay, but like they weren't loving it because they at this point we probably had 30 people that I had brought in um, and they weren't loving how their discord was starting to feel like a smite discord versus just the little community discord that they wanted. So after taking on a second team and like we probably had 40 people, 50 people, um, we kind of started to feel like they they really didn't embrace us being there. So we kind of branched out and decided to start Exilium so that we could have you know, however many channels dedicated to Smite that we wanted, as well as teams and all that. So we started Exilium August 1st, and I did it as like a, I'm, I feel like this is best for me. I'm going to go ahead and, and go and start my own server. And I didn't really expect people to follow. I didn't know if anyone would. Um, and a bunch of people ended up coming with. So we started with, I think the first day we had like 40 people in the server, brand new server. Brand new to the competitive scene, had no idea what we were doing, really. It was a day-by-day learning process for me to learn what it takes to manage teams and things like that. Um, So one team, two teams, then we had a third team, then we went to five teams, and now we're up to seven teams. And the thing that I've really noticed about our teams is, like, there's a lot of teams out in Smite that are together for a week. They have one bad scrim set or one bad tournament, and they they get in a fight and they want to point fingers and then they just break up. Um, Having a manager and having a little bit of structure 
really helps facilitate communication. It helps facilitate um, working out issues and everybody communicating, you know, when there's a problem versus just dipping. Um, I also help my teams get coaches. So most of our teams have coaches. And it's just been, that's kind of how the whole thing started was just from a small group of people. And now we have, like I said, I'm pretty sure this weekend we're going to be hitting over 800 uh, members if we haven't already. Hell yeah. And that's not the only thing you guys do. You got a lot more going on than just teams. We do. We have. You want to talk about about some of that? Yeah, sure. So we have our teams and that's, you know, obviously a big focus is our competitive play. Um, We have some high level teams now. We started with pretty much a silver gold team. um, And now all of our teams are at least diamond. So we have. Our lowest team being a, a low diamond, and then our highest team being a full masters. We have a couple of full masters teams. Uh, those teams are playing in combine. Um, Atlas is is probably our most like known team. Atlas in blue. Um, Atlas is the one that Alpha Jackal coaches, which he's been amazing. He's been a huge supporter of our community. He just he'll randomly tweet about us or share something or post things, and it's just been very helpful to have Alpha kind of in our corner. Um, we love him. So on top of our teams, we noticed that like we were having a lot of people try out and when we would have an opening, you know, we'd have all these tryouts and then I felt really bad because obviously only one person gets that roster spot. Um, and I noticed a lot of the tryouts were, they weren't bad players. They just didn't have any experience in competitive teams and the higher, the higher and more competitive our teams get, the harder it is to get those, those spots. So I was like, you know, Mm -hmm. I really want to do something to help all these people interested in competitive that can't seem to find a spot on a team um, to help them have that team environment to where they don't have to try out. They can just walk in, get put on, put in with five people. And it's, it's kind of self-driven at that point. They can either queue casuals with those five people all the time, or they can scrim with other groups like them. So that's kind of how our program that we have that's called Exilium Squads. Exilium Squads, the reason we call it squads is so that people understand the difference when we say a squad versus a team. Our teams are our competitive, you know, diamond and up kind of groups. Our squads are usually plat and below players. Some There are a few diamonds in there. But basically, squads is you sign up with a Google Doc. You tell us which role you want. You list your primary, your secondary. You're guaranteed to get one of those roles. Um, you give us your schedule, like when you're available to play. Because the first... The first kind of batch of squads we did, we didn't have that option for schedules. And we noticed some squads weren't succeeding because, you know, you have this guy who works nights and these people that are available only on weekends. And it was just kind of a mess. So you get you get one or two roles. You get a schedule with other people that can play at the same time as you. You get a coach and we give you an exclusive channel in Exilium Discord, a text channel and a voice channel. And that is your squad chat. So. Those have been amazing. We have 13 squads right now for NA. Um, that is open for console. It's open for uh Wow. Did PC. you just hear me ask that question in my head? I'm like, oh, I should ask about platforms <laughs> here. And, and you immediately answered me. <laughs> yeah, it's been that's been super cool to see the console players get involved. Um, we love people. And that's just kind of like people in community. You'll notice that's a big theme of Exilium. That's why, like, we believe in being kind. We believe in just like being humble and, you know, working with people and like basically become like being a place that anyone can feel comfortable. So 
we take a really strong stand against like the divides of console where people talk down to console players or think that they're, you know, subpar to PC because we don't believe that at all. So we welcome all of our stuff for console. Um, we really wish PS4 was connected because it would, we have friends on PS4 that we can't play with. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, one thing that we've been talking about in our admin meetings is I think we're going to start a PS4 role. And so people that are interested in Smite can join our discord. (laughs) They can sign up for the PS4 role. We'll make them some channels and then that way they can connect with other PS4 players. We Um, have something similar to that in our discord. That's awesome. Because we that have role settings so you can go into the um into the oh gosh, what's the channel actually called? Looking for group channel and you can add your platform. Yeah, that's great. And then with that, like if we were to get enough people that are on, you know, PS4, we could have events for PS4 players as well. Um so that's something we're looking at doing in the near future. But the squads program has been amazing. It's it's ongoing, so people can always sign up and there's no end date. It's just kind of the goal is for people to get on there to learn in a team environment, to understand what it's like to have good comms, to get some coaching on builds and, you know, positioning and all those things. Um, And what's really cool is like you're getting team experience so that, you know, in a couple months or something, you might be able to go try out for that diamond team and get a spot. Um, so we feel like it's a, it's a great thing. Our squads scrim each other. So, you know, most of the time when you're talking about scrims, you're talking like diamond teams and up. And for, you know, a group of maybe gold players to go and scrim a diamond team, they're going to get smashed. So it's really cool that the squads can scrim each other and they know that everyone there is pretty much below plat. So that's really cool too. Um, Squads is a huge driving force in Exilium. We love our casual players. We love teaching. um, And we love helping people be able to feel like they have the opportunity to learn and grow into the competitive player that they want to be. So That's awesome. I mean, it's just, it's really cool just to see organizations like this out there doing these things and helping the community grow and make a better game for all of us because you know the better skill set that's out there the better the game is going to be all right guys you know what i heard they need ps4 members we're five members first ps4 mm-hmm. squad let's go there you go there you go you, i'm i mean i'm down um Split that would be great we, we have eu squads as well um that might cut into my civ time though Screw uh, we have a civ, we have a civ channel as well we we have a group oh, there. Right, there yeah, we we so a couple other games that we play, we have Civ, so we'll have Civ Nights where there's a you can uh, you can sign up for the Civ role. Um we have Civ, we have Arc, we have Apex, we have a Minecraft server. Uh we do we dabble in a lot of different games and it, it Exilium is like I view Discord's kind of like houses. So like right now I'm visiting you guys at your house. And when you're in Exilium, you're, you know, you're at our house, which quickly becomes your house, too, if you're in there enough. But um, it's kind of like we want people, even if they're not playing Smite, where they're hanging out there, you know. So if someone's playing a new game, like we have a couple of people playing Final Fantasy, you just say, hey, does anyone want to play this with me? And nine times out of ten, someone's going to be like, oh, yeah, I've been wanting to try that game. Um, so it's just a good place to come together to play whatever. We have nights where we play Cards Against Humanity 
uh, drunk version. Like we have <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's just fun. It's our friends. It's, it's where we hang out. It's that's where, you know, if I'm at my computer nine times out of 10, I'm in the discord. It's, it's, it seems like a lot of work. You got a, you got a oh. team around you that helps you out. Yes, it is a lot of work. My boyfriend is um, seven. He is the captain of Exilium Omega. He's the support. Wait, your boyfriend's only seven years old? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be scary. His name is Seven with two Vs. Um, oh, okay. That, that kind of came from his birthday is seven seven July seventh. So that's where the the two Vs. Oh, okay. Kind of signify. So that's his his gamer tag is Seven. Um, he is kind of like. He is kind of like my personal bodyguard slash shield. You know, the the days where I have terrible days where, I don't know, there's been certain groups that have been very, that have snubbed us and kind of not welcomed us. And like, if if someone's going to get kicked for being toxic, usually they're going to come after me for that. Um, and so he is like my constant support. He's my constant, you know, lets me cry on his shoulder when I've had a bad day. He is the, he is the, strength behind Exilium for sure. Um, and then we have a whole team of admins that do different things. We have our squads leader, which is Carnage. He's been a friend of mine for probably three or four years. We met in a different guild in a different game. Um, we have somebody that's over all of our leagues attorneys, which is Mike. He's our league commissioner. Um, he is super knowledgeable about all things competitive smite, whether it's SPL, SML, or like amateur smite, he he just knows everything. So he does that. We have someone that specializes in taking care of the Discord, setting up roles and things things of that nature. We have somebody that does public relations that reaches out to high res for us. Um, like high res is backing our tournament tomorrow, so he communicates with them um, to get us resources like that. We have a business team which is pretty much mad accountant, uh, and then the Cobra, me and Seven where we have two nights a week, we do business meetings that talk about our budget, you know, what we're doing, how to grow, like all kinds of things. So we have, we have a lot. And then we have game managers, um, which manage just a specific game within the community. And then I have, we just merged with uh, a smaller org called Blackguard and Motive was the owner of Blackguard. Motive is now my assistant team manager. So he helps me with my teams. We have a whole bunch of people and I'm, I might be the face of Exilium, but I am definitely not the one that should be getting all the credit for the success because these are people that are passionate. They love Exilium. They're, I mean, they're just, they're in it with me day in and day out. They're reliable, hardworking. They make it amazing. Hell yeah. Beagle. Those kind of people around yes. you. Go ahead. Ask your question. Why? Okay. He makes me ask this question every time now. Okay. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. Do you watch Supernatural? Do I watch Supernatural? Yes, that's it. I have watched quite a bit of Supernatural. In fact, I my boyfriend lo- liked that show, and so we've watched quite a bit of it together. Um, we kind of go in binges with shows where we'll watch one for a little while, and then we kind of skip to something else. Like right now, our our the biggest show we watch is Vikings. Um, we love Ooh, that show. So good. Yeah, so that's kind of what, what we're on right now. But yeah, we have watched a bunch of Supernatural. The thing with Supernatural, yeah. I do like it, but I feel like the episodes can be somewhat repetitive. It's kind of like they have the same 
map for each one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, it, I kinda like Law and Order or any of those types of shows. It's like just like one case and it's usually the damsel in, with Supernatural, it's usually damsel in distress. Yeah. One of them ha- falls in love with one of the brothers and, you know, by the end it's all swoony eyes and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you season, me. season 14 has watch. been better though. It's been a lot different. So that's good. I mean, so a lot of people complain about it, but I like it. It's been different. I haven't watched any of the new ones, so I should do that. They're, the newer seasons get better. That's good to know. I'll check some out, and then I'll let you know what I thought. Because, yeah, I've only watched probably the first three seasons. Yeah, like, they're up to season 14 now, and they've already been renewed for a season 15. Definitely, like, seasons 13 and 14, I really liked. A lot of people didn't, but I think it was just because they were different. And a lot right. of people just liked the same old thing every time, but I liked how they make them a little bit different. Yeah. Variety is the spice of life, right? I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, now we get Game of Thrones next month. That's what matters. Dude, I'm so excited about that. I can't wait. My boyfriend doesn't like it. He stopped watching uh. it after the Red Wedding because he's like, they just keep killing all the all the characters that I like. <laughs> so, uh, maybe you he's should like, I can't take this. <laughs> yeah, so I love it, though. So I'll definitely be watching it. But honestly, I don't I don't watch a whole lot of TV. Um, maybe that's because my kids control it a lot. I don't know. But like and, and typically, I don't know, I'm really picky about movies and stuff like I would I would almost always rather be engaging with people doing something than sitting and watching a show most of the time. Yeah, although like I, do yeah, get I mean, watch TV. I don't really watch much TV. That's why like Supernatural is like the only TV show I will really watch because like I don't. I just don't find most TV shows today interesting. They seem all the same to me. I agree. So definitely, agree. I'm mostly a YouTube person, and then Supernatural. Yeah, I'm usually on Twitch. Honestly, I'm either watching Twitch or oh, yeah. I'm doing something in the community. But yeah, I, mean, yeah. I only I don't I watch the, many Twitch streamers. But yeah, I mean, you see, you got six TV. kids. Do any of them play Smite with you? They do. So my oldest is 16. Um, his name's Noah or Grumble Up, I guess, in Discord. He start. In fact, he's on what we call oh, our junior team. I didn't know that was his name. Oh, God. <laughs> mm. oh, oh, we got his dad joke. Dad in. jokes. We like dad jokes. Yep. Oh, um, Noah. One of my better friends no, has a son again. named Noah. I love that. Every time he comes <laughs> over. I didn't know you were coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he get, he gets that. but. Yeah, so he actually started a team. Um, it's him, it's three of his buddies from high school, and then my boyfriend's sister, who is 16, she's about to be 17, but, so it's four, it's five high schoolers, they have their team, and they're doing really well, they have a great coach, um, they're called Exilium Soul, so they're like our baby team, but they, um, they practice a couple t- times a week, and Noah came to Worlds with us last year, as well as uh, my boyfriend's sister, Sam. And then my daughter, who's 14, she also plays and she came to Worlds. And then my 12-year-old plays on the PS4. So I may have to hook you guys up with him because he's actually, he's doing really well. He's still learning. He's only been playing for a couple weeks. But he plays on the PS4 and my we'll 10-year-old up. play on the PS4. Welcome so, up. Yeah. So four, oh, yeah. four out of the six play Smite, which is hmm. awesome. Hell yeah. Right. I, I love being able to play Smite, you know, with, with my kids. It, right. it's, it's just awesome. 
for sure. We do that. Um, Seven's sister and brother play. Um, so we'll take his brother, sister, me, uh, Noah, or Kalia, my daughter, and we'll we'll make a team and play. And it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, besides, like, all the online friends we made playing Smite, I have no friends yet who play Smite. Like, all my IRL friends, they're not really gamers, so... And, like, most of them don't even know what Smite thing. is. Yeah, like, I don't know many what people who play Smite. Like, I, I would convince my best my friend to play Smite, but her parents won't let her upgrade to a PS4 because she doesn't really game much, but, like, she will play video games. And we used to play them together all the time, but we don't even have the same console anymore because she has a PS3, I have a PS4, and her parents won't let her upgrade because it's gotcha. not like she plays video games too much. It's mostly just for TV, so it's whatever. All right, well, anything else before we get wrapping up here, folks? I will say, um, so I talked a little bit about our squads. So the squads, um, we also have something called our leagues. and. One of the cool things is, you know, you see leagues for comp players all the time, or not all the time, but you see several out there. There's like things like Friday Night Smite Prime and um, the Vulpus League and stuff like that. Well, we started a league as well for competitive teams, but we also wanted to have a league for casual players. So we have two leagues. One is called our Classic League, and that is for below plat uh, squads or teams. You don't have to be a squad to be in it, but we encourage our squads to join it. So we have that, that's our classic league. And then we have our premier league, which is for the plat and above teams in the community and then inside Exilium. So these leagues start at the end of March. They are going to be probably around eight weeks. Depends kind of on how many sign up and how we do the, the matchups, but you'll play in the league. You'll get, you'll get assigned a team to play each week. You get with that team. You play the match whenever it works for everyone. Um, and then you just report the match to in the league discord. Um, and then at the end of the, the league, we're going to do a tournament for each league. So the classic tournament, which is our casual player tournament, the top two teams that win that league are going to be offered to have a spot in our uh, premier league tournament. So they can kind of see how they stack up against the higher level competitive teams. So kind of like SML SPL style um, is how we've laid it out. So those start the end of March. We have info on that on our Twitter. Um, we are stoked about it because tournaments are great, but they're only one day. And like, what if you're just having an off day or your team's, you know, you have to play with a sub because right. someone can't be there. The league gives you longevity to really prove yourself, to improve, um, to get more than one shot. And, you know, we're super excited to see how those go. Um, so that's, that's the, the other big thing we have going on. And then, like I said, we have our stream team. Our stream team is awesome. We are trying to provide good content on Twitch pretty much most, pretty much from like 10 in the morning to like midnight, sometime around there. Um, and we're always open if there's people out there that want to stream for us, they can get in touch with us and we can definitely look into adding them to our team. Hell yeah. But yeah, yeah. We're, do we're doing a Be lot of things. Beagle's been considering the whole stream thing. Yeah, she's thinking about it. You should what? definitely yeah. do it. I think Did you say be me? Because if so, she's very excitable. Yeah, mm -hmm. she so, is like a beagle. She does get your, excited. Uh, are your leagues? Open I get excited over little also? things because I don't have yes. anything. <laughs> like yes. I don't have much, so little things excite me. It's good to get excited about little things. That's a good. That's I know. A good trait. Everybody's like, "Geez, it's like just let's just go on to like 
McDonald's or something. It's like, I don't care. I'm leaving the house. I'm going somewhere. I'm doing something. I don't know. Beagle, it's a stick. But it's my <laughs> stick. I found it. I found it outside when I was walking in a circle. This stick was in my backyard for four days. We're like best friends. So, so I fire up my Xbox. How do I go about getting on a squad? You said you go just... Yeah, so if you go to... Well, first of all, if you're in our Discord, um, which our Discord is on our Twitter and on our Twitch, so our... Our Twitch is We Are Exilium. Our Twitter is We Are Exilium. Um, if you go to either of those pages, you can find a link to the Discord. We have um, a news section at the top that has signups and we announce everything we're doing in there. Um, there's also a, a, a category that says Exilium Squads. You can find the signups in there as well as the rosters. Um, if you still need further help, Carnage is our squad's lead. He posts in that, so you'll see him right off the bat. Um, any of us are happy to help with that. But yeah, we try really hard to keep our Twitter updated with everything that we're doing. Um, we also do a lot of giveaways. We do skin codes every month. We do an, an Amazon gift card every month. Um, so be sure to follow us on Twitter, and that that's the best way to stay in touch with what's going so on inside Exilium as well as the Discord. For, so for a seven-month-old or you guys are like really rocking it right now. Dude, we are trying because um, we do we have high goals. We want to be we want to have teams in the SML. We want to have a team in the SPL. So someday, like, you know, just like these big orgs, we want to do that. We're just kind of going about it a different way in that, oh, like, yeah. we want to be a community driven org um, to where everyone feels like this is actually their org. You know, you can be a fan of a lot of the orgs out there, but can you really be a part of those orgs? Right. Not really. Um Exilium's different. You know, you can be on a squad, you can play with our people, you can get involved, you can help with events, you can, you know, if there's a game you love, you can go start a chapter in that game and we'll help you with it. There's all kinds of stuff that can be done and you, it's really like no limit as far as what you can do. <laughs> Sounds like gamer heaven, honestly. <laughs> that's that's kind of what we're trying to do because that like, Sounds like, we're I a like gaming it. family. So Sounds like uh, Split Push needs to get involved in some of this stuff with you guys. Come on. Come on now. We're Let's ready all for do you. it together. Yeah, We're exactly. In. So are you guys, do you guys have any plans to go to HRX? <clears throat> yes. I wish. It's yeah. hopeful, but. It's hopeful, we'll but uh, yeah. <laughs> no money. <laughs> There'll definitely yeah. be, I think a few of us will be there. Life's been a little challenging for us the last few years financially, but things are starting to get back on the right track. So I'm hoping, you know, but you know, got to see how well I can squirrel. Uh, you know, away some some dough. I feel that. Yeah, luckily, I'm only like an eight hour drive away. So okay, yeah, we're only yeah, five. It's a little different for us. So where yeah. now? Where are you guys located? Oh, uh, we're Southern PA, so it would be horrible. It wouldn't be horrible, no. But uh, I, I would drive. I would definitely want to fly. No, oh I, no, I'm Indian. I rather so I would I would rather me. drive. I like going for I like long drives. Like yeah, they could be boring Road sometimes, but. New seeing just new places, even if they're just like small little towns, like anything new excites me. Gotcha. That's fun. Small things, remember? Yeah. Small, small things. things. Small things. <laughs> that means, Big things that means will probably break me. <laughs> Dude, Big things break me. Little stick? things excite me. We gotta me. go back and get that stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, squirrel. Squirrel, cool. what are you doing here? How did you get in the car? <laughs> well, y'all yeah, let us know if you end up going because we would love to meet up and, you know, we're gonna be, be there. Epic. 
decked out in our Exilium gear. We have a merch store that's opening any day now. Uh, we've already done all the things we need to do. We're just waiting on the designers to get it all done. So that's going to be opening. Oh. So we'll all be in our Exilium gear. Um, if y'all get that's to go, awesome. definitely let us know. Maybe we'll be in some Exilium gear. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah, what about that, huh? I, well, I can get, dig uh, it. I think, I think we're ready to get things wrapping up here. starting to drag along a little bit. <laughs> I'm the one that has to edit all this. You know, while I would <laughs> love to be able to put out, you know, multiple, multiple hours of content for podcast listening. We got to save some for next week. Got other shit I got to do in life, too. So, <laughs> No problem. Let's wrap things up here. So you kind of already uh, started going down this road here um, about you know, how people can reach out to you and stuff with the organization there. So you want to continue on that, uh, how people can you know, reach you directly and, and sure. the best way, again, just reiterate for uh, uh, the org as well. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find the org at Twitter uh, slash We Are Exilium. Our Twitch is also We Are Exilium. Um, my Twitch is Camberlin, just like my my name in Discord and everywhere else. My Twitter is Camberlin1. Uh, you're welcome to DM me. You know, I'm here to help if if anyone has questions about any of our programs or anything like that. Um, and then we can also be reached through email at weareexilium at gmail.com. So pretty soon we'll have a YouTube channel, but that's not in, not quite done yet. Dan, how can people get a hold of you? Okay, you can find me on the official Split Push Twitter at Split Push Podcast with no A because it was too long. Why did we have to pick such a long name? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, you can find me on the PlayStation at DirtXNapXDan, and then you can find me on the PC at DirtNapDan. Hit me up. Beagle. You can find me on Twitter at Beagle underscore Girl 27 and PlayStation at Beagle underscore Girl 2780. Guy. Dogs done barking. On, <laughs> yeah, right. You got a cameo. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at G Smitey. You can find me on PlayStation at GuyAJ78. And you can find me on Xbox at GuyAllSmitey. Oh, Guy. What's coming up next week? Oh, we have... From all you listeners from Defend Middle Lane is now SideQuest Arcade. We have Micro Manatee and his dad, Macro Manatee, coming on the show. Five. Got a pair of manatees coming. Looking forward to this. And Not many podcasts can say it's that pod, they've had a yeah. pair of manatees on. There you go. There's, how many podcasts how can say that? You know? Well, I think, I don't know if his dad got on nerves yet or not. They were talking about it the other week. That's why I brought up on like, hey, man, if they haven't given him the opportunity yet, we will. <laughs> <laughs> all right so hey you can uh you can find me uh good old dirt naps dad here on twit twitter and on the playstation at dirt underscore naps underscore dad we do have a community at splitpushpodcast.com for the email uh make sure you hit them like buttons subscribe buttons the heart buttons the follow buttons the bell notifications Leave some comments. Tell us how much you love us. Tell us how much we suck. I don't care. You know, let it hang out. We do this show for you. If, you know, if we're missing the mark, let us know, man. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just standing here talking to a brick wall for nothing. But, hey, I enjoy it, so that's why we do it. You know, last thing, when it comes to dirt naps, you gotta give them before you take them. When all else fails, Split Split push. Push.